the United States of Horror may contain some graphic or explicit content. Listener discretion is advised. Of course I'm going to go first, Kaylee. I always go first. I'm drunk and we take turns. Last week was you. This week is me. Maybe. So get over yourself. What if we decide to put these in different order? Well, no. We're going to do it this way because I say so. <laughs> what if I want this one to be last week's episode instead of this week's episode? Well, okay, then do whatever you want, boss. <laughs> I'm just a worker. I'm just a janitor here. You're just a janitor? You don't even clean it up. I don't... I... Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I just make the mess. Exactly. <laughs> I have to clean it up. What do I do? <laughs> I don't do anything here. Shut up. My poor laugh. I I wish that I could laugh and not have to cut them all out. (laughs) That's how you do it. See? (laughs) Nope, you can't do it. That's too loud. You have to like echo it. Wow. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Are we going to cut that? (laughs) No, we're keeping all of it. Okay, sorry for everyone for... Ruin your ears this morning. I'm kidding. Night. I don't. I don't know. So hello everyone. I'm Jeff, and I'm Kaylee. Hello everyone. I'm Jeff. <laughs> I'm Kaylee, and we are the, the United, United States, States of Horror. <laughs> I guess I'm Laffy McLafferson today. <laughs> yeah, laugh at me. Okay, I'll stop. Okay. Uh, I don't know. Like there are certain people who just have the most appeasing laughs, and I'm I'm not one of those people. I hold back my laugh because it's, I'm self-conscious of it. And so when it does come out, it comes out like choppy and like, <laughs> I can't even put it in my mocking. No, get rid of that. You're going to get rid of that. <laughs> I'm going to get rid of it. Okay. That was loudest. <laughs> that, there you go. Laugh like that. I guess. <laughs> Shut up. That's how you're supposed to laugh. I just am self-conscious of it. So, you know. I, I mean, it's been a while since I've seen my therapist. Just kidding. It was like last week. I don't know. I mean, you laugh at me all the time, so... Okay, silence, guys. We can't go more than longer than three seconds because <laughs> otherwise you have to get in trouble with the NPR and really? radio and stuff. No. It's just a, a joke that they have. You know, uh, War of the Worlds, I was on the radio and everyone thought the world was ending. Oh, yeah. With the aliens and stuff. It went silent. And so everyone actually thought it was like a nuclear war, alien war or something. So they don't like people go longer than four or five seconds at a time. Oh, man. Especially if you're on an r- actual radio. I'm I'm always leaving in the awkward silences because I want people to hear yeah. my pauses. But since we're a recorded podcast, we're, we can get away. We're not with technically it. on radio. We're not on radio yet. Once I get on Ooh. all them radio shows, I don't want to be on the radio. Good evening, California. How's it going down here, bro? Jeff, we're in Arizona. I don't know. I don't <laughs> probably get signed in California, and I could work at Disney and be a radio person there. I could be an announcer at radio. Announcer at radio. Yeah. At the radio. At the radio. <laughs> or at the radio. Just like at a YouTube. <laughs> and a YouTube. And a Google. The Google box. The Google. So I, I'm going to go first, guys. Okay, fine. That way I can just be quiet the whole time. Lucky. So if I'm you don't know where we're going, we're going to South Carolina. The South Carolina. Sweet Carolina. South Carolina. Anyway, the first thing is the lizard man. (gasps) Oh, the lizard man. No, it's not me. Um, Lizard people exist. 
Do they? Maybe. Maybe. I mean, I, I see a bunch of snakes in my Why life. Why don't you tell me? Okay. So, described mm-hmm. as being taller than the average man, lizard man is said to be muscular, mm-hmm. covered with dark hair, and sc- scaly lizard-like skin on his face, hands, and feet. It is said mm-hmm. that he has three fingers on each hand mm-hmm. and three toes on each foot. The strength of the beast has been reported to be more than enough to rip a car to shreds. There has been quite a few reported sightings of this creature around South Carolina. Interesting. Yeah. So. Hmm. Reminds me of a Spider-Man villain. Or was it Batman? Oh. No, it was Spider-Man, right? Spider-Man, mm. yeah. They have one in Spider-Man. They have a, a Killer Croc in Batman. Oh, okay. So they have different ones. Sorry about that, guys. I had a brain fart. <laughs> Nerd was, alert. Just it, kidding. I it love it It was all. not in action right now. <laughs> so where was it? Where was that at? Um, so the, yeah, sighting. I got it. The first such sighting was reported on June 29th, 1988, by Christopher Davis. I like that name, Christopher, Christopher Davis. Davis. My name is Christopher Davis, <laughs> news anchor for the South Carolina News at Panthers. 7. Oh wait, what? What? I don't know. That's not, no, <laughs> no, Kaylee. I just said so. I just said words. I say words sometimes. <laughs> do they make not, sense? No. Neither do mine. Words don't make sense, Kaylee. Sorry for those who listen to our nonsense. I mean, you're welcome to those who listen to our nonsense. I have no sense of nonsense. What? The sense of senses of nonsense. Uh, his report is as follows. I looked back and saw something running across the field towards me. Oh, how uh, lovely. I, no, he didn't say how lovely. He just said towards me. I'm, I did the next part. Oh, did you? Yeah. You added that? Yeah. It okay. was about 25 yards away, and I saw red eyes glowing. I ran into the car, and as I locked it, the thing grabbed the door handle. Um. I could see him from the neck down. Three big fingers, long black nails, and green rough skin. It was strong and angry. I looked in my mirror and saw a blur of green running. I could see his toes and he jumped on the roof of my car. I thought I heard a grunt and then I could see his fingers through the front windshield. When they curled around on the roof, I sped up and swerved to shake the creature off. Other reports have made it well, including the mauling of cars that have been documented as looking as though they've been chewed up by something. That is terrifying. I want to meet the laser man. I don't think so because he tried to eat my car. The lizard man. I'm the superhero. It's like the iron giant, but it's a lizard. Yeah. You just imagine him crawling, running towards you. That's awesome. No, that's terrifying. So that's what you get for incest inbreeding. <laughs> you cousin sisters. <laughs> cousin sisters. Lover mothers. <laughs> Uncle father. Pop pops. <laughs> Okay. Anyway. Anyway. Oh, that's the Lizard Man. I like the Lizard Man. Mm-hmm. Reminds me of the Spider-Man villain. <gasps> Spooky. Let's, let's get spooked. Which is coming up soon, Kaylee. <gasps> Isn't it? Halloween? So, Lizard Man, you know. That sounds really cool. Like the villain from Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. So, it could have been a weird costume. It could have been a weird man. Well, speaking of which, I hope you all enjoyed your Halloween. Your Halloween episode? I'm so sorry about that. I am not. That Jeff was is funny. definitely not. I cannot wait. For them to hear They're it. They're gonna hate me. Tell us what you thought about that. Yeah. <laughs> it's everyone It's leave. okay if it's negative. No, no, we want good reviews. Give us a five and just say Jeff sucks. That's fine too. Jeff is the absolute worst. <laughs> so my next story is a third eyed man. Okay? 
He's got three eyes. Well, we'll find out, I guess. <laughs> Kaylee, sorry, Kaylee's just really distracted right now. I was looking at the dates. Okay. Why getting closer to something important or something? Maybe. Okay. Uh, third eye man. What is lurking in the catacombs beneath the University of South Carolina? He was first seen in 1949 by two USC students. A man all dressed in silver was seen opening a manhole and disappearing into the underground. One of the students was a newspaper reporter and wrote about his experience. Six months later, a police officer was making his rounds around campus when he came upon some mutilated chickens. Um. He went to his car and to report the incident, and on his return, he re- reportedly saw a strange figure all dressed in silver. The policeman reported that when the man turned, he saw an odd color face, and that in the middle of his forehead was a third eye. Okay. <laughs> the policeman ran from the scenes to request backup, and when backup arrived, there was no third eye man to be seen. Hmm. However, it didn't stop the policeman from telling that story for the rest of his life. I mean, I would too. Don't do drugs. Um, the next time the third eye man was seen was in the late 60s. There are catacombs or tunnels beneath this university, and a few fraternity guys thought it would be a great place to take their pledges. Of course they would. I'm sorry, but why did you not do a whole story on the catacombs? Because that sounds fascinating. I know. I, I saw that too. I was like, I want to know more. Why? Why don't you do it? Missed opportunity. Why don't you do it? I can look it up right now if you want. No, I don't want. I thought it would be take a long time, so I was thinking of saving that for another time. Okay. Next time, come back for the catacombs. Yeah, it'll be a whole new season and talk about the catacombs and mm-hmm. I have another major story I wanted to do later. Oh, good. So, that might be a good episode. Mm-hmm. So, what was I doing? Oh, yeah, they took their pledges. Upon rounding the first corner, they report that they saw a crippled old man all dressed in silver. Hmm. He swung at them with a pipe and knocked one of them down. The young man suffered minor scrapes and bruises along with sh- shock, but nothing life-threatening. A manhattan was started that night, but nothing and no one was found. The entrance to the tunnels have since been sealed, and so far there have not been other reported sightings of a third-eyed man. Interesting. I think it was just some ran- random hobo living down there. Maybe. <laughs> Doing a lot of drugs <laughs> with a fake eye drawn on his head. <laughs> just drawn on. Yeah. Get my car combs. Where's my box? And then he got sealed in, so he's probably just like a skeleton now. What? That's why they haven't seen him, Kaylee. <laughs> Duh, that's what I'm saying. Poor guy. Aww. But a lot of the stories was he was an actually an interdimensional being. Transporting oh. back and forth. Yeah. And especially from the previous time with the catacombs when they first started. So we started talking about interdimensional beings and stuff mm-hmm. and catacombs. And then we thought we saw someone in our house. But it's really just a trash bag. So maybe we're the ones taking drugs and seeing a third-eyed man. So maybe except we aren't maybe because we, we get random e-ways at work. Yeah, maybe we could take. <laughs> maybe we can listen to Sublime though. That's the same thing. Sure, <laughs> same thing. I Did guess. you know that there's a breathing technique you can do and it gets you gives you like a natural high, but it's kind of dangerous to do. It's called never mind. Where you like choke yourself and then you like no, cry. not a spit. Because <laughs> I kind of don't like that, but kind of like that. <laughs> No, you take really long, deep breaths. I don't know the science to it. I haven't really looked into it. I've just no, heard about it. I heard about it. You actually release your endorphins and all this other uh, chemicals so, in I don't your know. brain. Yeah. I don't know the science behind it, but. So 
that's my second story. I don't want to tell the kids and then get, you know, sued for... Why? Sharing is caring, Kaylee. Share the drugs with the kids. <laughs> your body's a natural drug. It's not against the law to do drugs with your own body. I don't know enough to share. I, that's all I know. That's like the extent of my knowledge. Okay. Okay. We'll, we'll talk about it later in private. Okay. So my last story mm-hmm. is a boo hag. <laughs> boo hag. Because, you know, it was, it was Halloween, so I had to go a little more Halloween-y. Mm-hmm. Especially in South Carolina. Mm-hmm. According to Gula legend, there is a creature that rides at night looking for someone that they think are good candidates to steal energy from. No, this is not a vampire. Mm. This is a creature that reportedly gains energy from a human's breath by riding their victims. What? So, I want, after I tell the story a little bit, I'll... I'll so, okay. you want me to tell you the rest of the story or should I kind of just give you an idea what it is? No, just continue. Okay. <laughs> we'll figure it out. <laughs> I said that they have no skin which makes them red in appearance. Oh. In order for them to be less noticeable, they will steal a victim's skin. Are you kidding me? And use it for as long as possible. So they're like Jeepers Creepers. Kind of. <laughs> sort of. So, um, when, when they find someone that they wish to use, they will remove the skin. Then they get on top of the victim's chest, hold the face close to the person, and inhale the person's energy from their breath. It is said that this will induce deep sleep in the human, and they may awake tired if however they fight the boo hag the boo hag will take their skin to use if you ever wonder how to keep one out of your bed put a broom beside the bed before you lie down for the night the boo hag will become so obsessed with counting the straws in the broom that they will not have time to wake your or to take your energy before the, before the sun comes up that's like that one cryptid that counted the pennies like if you put 13 pennies in a bag yeah filled with water or whatever so they Which had, one was that? Was uh, that Louisiana? I think it was Louisiana. I think so. And they're all kind of the same. That's why this is like a story like that. Interesting. It's an old story, old. Bes- but I think this one is more horrifying. So I'm scared. You know what the original thought I thought of when I heard this? What? You know Harry Potter, the yeah. Dementors? Oh, yeah. And how they suck the life out of you and stuff? Imagine that, but uh, Jeepers Creepers. I was thinking of the jockeys on Left 4 Dead. <laughs> kind of, yeah. They say it was, you can't see its skin, but it's yeah. like, it can take control of it. And that's what some Dementors can do in Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. So they suck life out of you, the joy and everything. And there was, Terrifying. Re- and J.K. Rowling, she actually based off this, off of her previous dimension. Like, really? Like depression, like oh. depression and stories from childhood. And like oh, stories wow. like this. Mm-hmm. So that's what I thought of. Maybe that inspired the Dementors. And, that's the, and like the old story was. The kids would get told this story mm-hmm. if they didn't behave before bed. It's always that. Yeah, and so... That's... Why are parents constantly trying to traumatize their kids with, like, La Lorena and Crumpus and... You had to teach those little bastards a lesson. <laughs> you had to teach those little kids somehow a lesson in life and how to behave. Life lessons. Lie to your children and terrify them. Cause them trauma and nightmares and make Teach them, them about the boo hag. And remember, they're like, oh, Mommy, how would I be protected? Well... Here's a broom. Here's a broom. They will count that if you, you know. After you sweep, put the broom next to your bed. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's what I would do. Oh, my gosh. So, I, I don't know. I like that story. I yeah, like that I one. really enjoyed that, too. It's terrifying. Thank you. Boo hag. Boo hag. Dementor, Dementor slash. Yeah, boo hag. I feel like that's an insult. I want to just, like. I'm going to whip that one out next time we're arguing. 
So hashtag boohag, everyone. Hashtag boohag. Because you're a boohag. Shut you boohag it up. <laughs> Great delivery. Thank you. Boohag mouth up. <laughs> there you go. Stop sucking life out of me. <laughs> <laughs> you're so draining, you boohag. You're really bringing me down. <laughs> Uh, that's gonna be fun. You're getting on my nerve. You're getting under my skin like a boo hag. <laughs> uh, I like that one. Okay, <laughs> we're funny. All right. Okay. Okay. Hey, I actually lasted more than five minutes. Holy shit! Kelly, it only holy, took you three. Holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> it only took you telling three different stories. Yeah, you're welcome. I'm guys. just kidding. That actually, last one was really good. They actually were pretty good, huh? I like South Carolina. <laughs> yeah, they were pretty good. Okay, I'll actually try harder next week, maybe, for you guys. We'll see. Just, you know, save it for the next season. Uh, maybe <laughs> I'm just season kidding. ending. Season ending. Career ending. Career ending. Yeah, <laughs> my last one ever. I'll just go actually really good. And then people are like, you had that in him this whole time? I got gypped. <laughs> All my money back. I know. So, speaking of money, you know, we told you last week, and last few weeks, you guys are probably tired of it, but we have our Patreon. Yes, and if you go to our Patreon, a bunch of bonus content is on there where we go to haunted locations and we stayed the night at two haunted hotels and did episodes on the hotels and did some ghost hunting of our own and caught some potentially spooky stuff. I think it's very intriguing. Jeff is unconvinced, but that's okay. We're going to keep going to haunted locations until we convince him. We also have a couple interesting um, topics in there, like the mandala effect. Mm-hmm. The mandala effect. Mandala. 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 Minidala. That one is one of my favorite episodes I think we've done. It's a, we actually sound so and smart. we're going to continue our series with Robbie about the... Um, that uh, project, MKUltra. Yeah, MKUltra. Sorry, I couldn't think of it for a second there. But... Yes. That's going to be really interesting. We have multiple tiers to choose from, including a tier that offers you uh, ad-free episodes and... Special perks when it comes to maybe... You get to hear the episodes pretty much as soon as we upload them. And possibly whenever we get more merch, we can actually give you maybe a discount code maybe, Mm -hmm. or you could be the first one to access them. In fact, if you sign up right now for the presidential tier, we will send you a free mask. How about a free shirt? Free shirt. And mask. And mask. How's that sound, guys? How's it sound? Because we'll do it. I promise you. So. I think. I think we should. I think we should, too. I think that's a good deal. Yeah, I think that's a pretty good deal. So if you sign up for the presidential tier, send us your confirmation, a screenshot of that, to our email at unitedstatesofhorror at gmail.com. And, uh... We'll send you a mask, a shirt customized by us uh-huh we'll leave you a little note inside a card card we'll sure. sign a special card for you yeah and it'll be like a special special one yeah so there you go don't make me do it kaylee okay fine i'll do it because i will burn it you will just they won't be able to read it if you do it i know <laughs> so <laughs> all right all right uh i have a pretty interesting interesting one i think you're gonna like this guy uh-oh you're going to hate him, but you're, you're going to like him. Is it me? Mm, then I, I don't care then. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> so that's the episode. I'm just kidding. Uh, I'm going to be telling you about Donald Henry Pee Wee Gaskins Jr. Can he have enough names? <laughs> no. And you will find out he has a lot of names. 
okay. Wait, and I think this is the right one. So is he not the Donald Duck person before? Or is he a different Donald Duck? What? <laughs> is he Donald the bear? No, he's Donald Peewee Gaskins Jr. It's me, Peewee Donald Duck. I don't know why he has his accent. Bonnie's voice is Donald Peewee Duck. I think that's probably what he would have, would have sounded this like. This is exactly what he sounds like. I think so. I, I, he's probably going to stop people, right? Okay, let's get through the story. We'll see. <laughs> so, Mr. Peewee was a serial killer a rapist, and cannibal from South Carolina. Gaskins was born on March 13th of 1933 in Flores County, South Carolina, to Eula Parrott, the last in a string of illegitimate children, which was a big deal back then. Yeah. He was small for his age and immediately gained the nickname Pee-wee. As an adult, he was approximately 5'4 and 5 or 5'5 five five, and weighed approximately 130 pounds. So, so, wh- so why do you say I like him, Kelly? Because I'm short like him? Mm. Maybe. <laughs> uh, I just thought you'd like his name. Well, okay, Kelly. How about you come down here, <laughs> sit down on the bed so we can actually say that to my si- face. <laughs> say it to my face because I can't hear you up there. How's the weather? It's fine. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh. So Gaskin's early life was characterized by a great deal of neglect. When he was one years old, Gaskin's drank a bottle of kerosene, which, fun fact, for my scene kid years, my name was Kiki Kerosene. (laughs) Okay. Have you ever tried kerosene? (laughs) No, but Pee Wee has. (laughs) (laughs) That's actually not bad. Jeffrey. Oh, wait, I can't see it online. I'm sorry. So this caused him to have convulsions until he was three years old. Why do you think I'm like this, Kaylee? Is this why you say I might like him? Because I'm like him? I guess so. Am I Pee-wee? Are you? Are you a cannibal? I mean, Jeffrey. It's all coming together. Help me. His mother apparently took him... Wait... Yeah, his mother apparently took so little interest in him that the first time he learned his given name, which is Donald, was when it was read out in his court appearance for a crime spree Gaskins committed along with a group of fellow delinquents, which included robberies, assaults, and a gang rape. Aww. Isn't that sad? That's so sad. So he didn't even know his own name. Donald. Donald. Oh, is that me? <laughs> That's so interesting. That's so sad, isn't it? It is sad. Following his conviction for his role in the crime spree, Gaskins was sent to reform school. There, he was regularly raped by his fellow inmates. And after escaping from the school, getting married, and voluntarily returning to complete his sentence, he was released in 1951 at the age of 18. He still got married and stuff, so... He, yeah, but he did have a very troublesome path, which, I mean, most of these guys and gals do. Yeah. After escaping... Oh, wait. Gaskins briefly worked on a tobacco plantation until 19... Until his 1953 arrest, after he attacked a teenage girl with a hammer for an alleged assault insult. So, very reactive. Well, he should have been talking crap. Jeffrey... But you shouldn't be whacking people with hammers. No. You should only get hammered yourself with alcohol. 
Get hammered in a different way. Yeah. That's how you cope with trauma, right? That's what that's what you're supposed to do. <laughs> Gaskin sent, was sentenced to six years imprisonment at the South Carolina Penitentiary. After being raped and owned in prison, he earned his fellow prisoners respect by killing the most feared man in prison, Hazel Brazil. Which, how are you being bullied and how are you afraid of a man named Hazel? Wait, wait. So, I thought he was, he had to. What do you mean? He had to kill the most feared man. Yeah. So, there, I wonder if he was pushed to do that. But the the most feared man in prison's name was Hazel. Hazel Brazel. Probably w- what? Hazel Brazel. Hazel Brazel. I actually really like that name, Hazel. Hazel Brazel. It sounds like a Russian to me. Sounds like he's going to stab you or a vodka Russian bottle. Yeah. Hazel Brazel. I have no idea what his nationality is. It's Pee-wee. What's it talking about? So as a result, Gaskin received a whopping three extra years in prison for the murder of Hazel Brazel. Yeah, it doesn't matter anyway. But from that point on, he became the aggressor instead of the victim. He escaped from prison in 1955 by hiding in the back of a garbage truck and fled to Florida. And that is where he took employment with a traveling carnival. Oh, this is actually kind of, it sounds really messed up. I kind of like this story. I know. It's interesting, right? It's interesting. It's not as like intense as last week's. Yeah. What was that look for? I saw, it looked like a crack in your glasses, but it was just your hair. Oh. I was like, what'd you do? That <laughs> I would have been sad. Stop cracking me up. So he, he joined the, the yes. carnival. However, he was rearrested and remanded to custody and paroled in August of 1961. Uh, Gaskins was again arrested on November 14th of 1975 when a criminal associate named Walter Neely confessed to police that he had witnessed Gaskins killing Dennis Bellamy, aged 28, and Johnny Knight, aged 15. Neely confessed to police that Gaskins had confident confided in him to having killed several people who had been listed as missing persons during the previous five years and had indicated to him to where they were buried. On December 4th of 1975, Gaskins led police to land he owned in Prospect, where police discovered the bodies of eight of his victims. So, Oh, he had a little... Um, gravesite. Gravesite. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Gaskins was tried on eight charges of murder on May 24th of 1976, found guilty on May 28th, and sentenced to death, which was later commuted to life in prison when the South Carolina General Assembly's 1974 ruling on capital punishment was changed to conform to the U.S. Supreme Court guidelines for the death penalty in other states. That was a long-form version of saying the death penalty was taken off the, t- uh, the table, basically. Yeah. <clears throat> for everyone. Dang it. I know. What couldn't they do with him? <laughs> Actually, killed. I don't know my opinion on that. I'm kind of like in the middle. I um, think they should let the families decide. An eye for an uh, eye, a tooth for a tooth. 
Yeah, but and they should choose whatever gonna, way they want. But people are going to respond emotionally, and I think that some people would regret that. And if they you should. put that on them, put that person's life on the families, I feel like that's too much of a burden for that family. I think that's why I have eight different families, so they all get to say, "I say we hang him. I say we shoot him. I say we rip off his toenails and then his tongue out." And then no, let's not do that one. Let's go with this one. I disagree. On September 2nd of 1982, Gaskins committed another murder for which he earned the title of the meanest man in America. For being that short, the meanest man. See, us short people get stuff done, Kaylee. Oh my gosh. Want to see what happens? Yeah, you want to fight? Want to fight? Square up. (laughs) I'm over a circle. Okay. Okay. While incarcerated in the high-security block of the South Carolina Correctional Institute, Gaskins killed a death row inmate named Rudolph Tyner, who had received his sentence for killing an elderly couple during a bungled armed robbery of their store in Burgess. So he deserved it. Yeah. Gaskins was hired to commit this murder by Tony Simo, the son of Tyner's victims. Gaskins initially made several unsuccessful attempts to kill him, by lacing his food and drink with poison before he opted to use explosives to kill him. To accomplish this, Gaskins rigged a device similar to a portable radio in Tyner's cell and told Tyner this would allow them to communicate between cells. Sketchy. That's, that's, uh, yeah, I guess so. So when Tyner followed Gaskins' instructions to hold the speaker laden with C4 plastic explosive unbeknownst to him to his ear at an at an agreed time gaskins detonated the explosive from his cell and killed tyner which is like that's bad (laughs) that's badass i'm sorry first of all how did he get the materials or the c the c4 to begin with how do you get a part of a radio (laughs) i don't i have so many questions that i know are not going to be answered and i'm upset He's not bad for a carny, crazy man who killed eight people. Like, how many people now? With yeah. Let's say if this guy had a little bit of, you know, help, it would actually have been really cool. Yeah, it would have been interesting. Anyway. Um, he later said the last thing that he Tyner heard was me laughing. That's sick. That's messed up. I don't know why. I like this story so much. I don't know. Isn't I feel it messed so up, bad. Though? Like, he literally killed a lot of people, including yeah. a 15 year old. Yeah. So, I don't know. Maybe he's like the Joker part of me. Joker and Batman. We do tend to sympathize with the villains. What does that say about us? Well, I think it also depends on the people. Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe the story is just. It's the cool. tragic backstory and, you know, the fact that he was bullied and he's just a little, little guy. Like me. <laughs> Shut up. I, I, that's, why I, I, that's why I like him because he's just like me and I'm just like him. I Keep reading guess it, please. So. Tell me my story. Okay. It was the first time in. Oh, Gaskins was tried for Tyner's murder and sentenced to death. It was the first time in the history of South Carolina that a white man was sentenced to death for the murder of a black man. Which, typical South, I guess. Yeah. Uh, While on death row, Gaskins claimed to have committing between 100 and 110 murders, including that of Margaret Peg Catino, the 13-year-old daughter of then-South Carolina State Senator James Catino Jr. of Sumter. 
A relative claimed that he also boasted of killing 10 to 12 people per year. So Hmm. those are pretty big claims and not necessarily substantiated. It's me, Peary. I'm a mass killer. I'm good at this. See, I uh... Gaskins was executed on September 6th of 1991, two years before I was born. One year before I was born. See, I'm reincarnation. At No, no, you're not. Reincarnation. At 1.10 a.m. in the electric chair, hours after he tried to kill himself by slitting his wrists. Nice. Those are rookie numbers. How can he kill all these people, but he can't kill himself? Because he's a failure. Well, yeah, he did get caught, like, three different times. Yeah, obviously. Lordy. Uh, His last words were, I'll let my lawyers talk for me. I'm ready to go. That's pretty cool. And that was that on Pee-wee Herman. I mean, Pee-wee. Pee-wee Gaskins. Donald Donald Duck Pee-wee Herman Gaskins. Donald Gaskins. (laughs) Killed Killed him. (laughs) Um, Bombed him. Um, slashed him. Slashed himself. <laughs> don't tell me that it didn't happen. Electrocution. <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to make a mixtape here. It's not working that well. It guys. was great. It was perfect. <laughs> um, And to round off this episode, we are going to give you the story of the haunted old Charleston jail. Oh, haunted jail. One of my favorites. <laughs> So Jeff and I are just going to kind of hand this one off and tell this story together. What? What? Okay, okay. So I'm going to go first. Okay, okay. Okay, that's fine. Oh, I can't wait. Oh, oh haunted old Charleston. I'm excited because the South, we just went to Georgia recently. Yes. And the amount of history in the Eastern states is bananas. Arizona has history. And yeah, we have some pretty cool stuff that's happened and... And all of that, but it's just different back back east. Yeah. Because that's where everything from America's standpoint started, essentially. Yeah. So there's the a lot origin- more war memorials. Yeah. We have more like the Wild West, South. Like yeah, the- which is still amazing and cool. And it's something that we didn't experience out there. We know kind of yeah. out here, little history. But like the beginnings of America and the original 13 colonies, like yeah. that stuff is the stuff that I jeff and i love and live for all those old forts and yeah. houses and stuff houses that are like 300 years old exactly so working living um, there it's amazing it's incredible so anyway we found this really interesting story and decided to kind of put it on on this episode like the cherry on top of a cake so <laughs> when one thinks of a haunted location the first thing that comes to mind are houses usually followed by cemeteries but another type of location should also come to mind our prisons, right? You would think so. You would think so. After all, few other places throughout history have seen more pain and death than prisons. Which as, is very true. Have you just learned in your story, Kaylee? Mm-hmm. Little Pee-wee killing I know. those people. I know. Little guy, take out the biggest guy. With Should I talk like Pee-wee like this whole time? Not the whole time. Okay. The lore of prison tales in the United States are deeply woven into America's fabric. Stories that are quintessentially uh, depicted in films like Cool Hand Luke and Escape from Alcatraz and immortalized in songs like Johnny Cash's Folsom Prison Blues and (laughs) Bob Dylan's Hurricane. Mm -hmm. For those who have survived prison, for them, the triumph is a hollow victory. 
as they are forever cursed with the labels of convict of convict and the scars of the nightmare life from behind bars. But for those who never again got the chance to breathe air as a free man or woman, their souls in the afterlife are doomed to haunt the grounds of their captivity forever. It's beautiful. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, but it's true also. So the infamous grounds of captivity in the city of Charleston, South Carolina, is the old Charleston jail. It's a prison so dark and gothic in appearance, you would swear you are looking at pages from a Batman comic <laughs> come to life. Ooh, Ooh Arkham Jail kind of thing. You know, and, and like Gotham's Blackgate Black prison, <laughs> there's a Batman reference. Mm-hmm. Um, since the old jail has existed, it has housed some of the most crazed criminals imaginable, including Lavinia Fisher, usually credited as the first female serial killer in the United States. Her soul is just one of the many spirits said to haunt the old Charleston jail. Which I really wanted to cover her, but I think that I want to save it for next, next season. season. Sweet. It's going to be... A big one. A big one. It's probably going to be one of my favorites. Awesome. I want to do a lot of research, mm. uh, and that one will be, you know, pretty yeah. good. The, old, the history of the old Charleston jail. The old jail, as it is simply known as Charleston... Served in the capacity of a prison from 1802, the year of his construction, to the year of 1939. That's a long time. Over 100 years. Yeah, being in jail. The land the jail was built upon was specifically set aside for matters of public concern. Not long after the city's founding, this four-acre lot was set aside not just for the prison, but for other public uses, including a poorhouse, a hospital, and a workhouse for slaves. So a lot of emotions. A lot of bad negative emotions. Yes. Bad history. Yep. Once the jail was completed, it stood as an amazing height of four stories and featured an octagonal tail, a tower, octagonal tower. A little over 50 years later, the jail will undergo a remodeling process in which it gained an additional wing. The expansion and new Romanesque revival style of the prison was designed by a Charleston architectural Duel of Louis J. Barbert and Jane uh, and John H. Sale. However, three decades later, the earthquake of 1886 damaged the prison so severely that many of the improvements made by Barbell and Sale had to be removed. That's so sad. Yeah, and back then, four eight, uh, four stories was kind of a big deal for a jail. Mm-hmm. Normally, they only go like two, three max. Yeah. Four, would always be iffy, especially if they had a basement or they had other stuff attached to it. Mm-hmm. They wanted to keep it all separate. Yeah. So, that's awesome. Yeah. So, here you go, Keely. Thanks. The old jail was home to a great number of Charleston's most notable inmates from the 19th century pr- pirates to Civil War prisoners of war. Of all the prisoners who were taken up residence at the old jail, there's perhaps the... N- perhaps none more infamous than Lavinia Fisher, as she is considered to be the country's first female serial killer, but in actuality, she is just the first to be recognized for this ominous distinction. But still. Yeah. Yeah. So just a little bit. I'm not going to go into great detail because I want to cover her. Um... But it's said that little information is actually known about her backstory, but it's believed that she had lived in America for most her life, 
What is known for certain is that she went on to marry a man by the name of John Fisher. Lavinia and John became notorious after their arrest and conviction. Though there is some debate about whether or not Lavinia was a killer or just an accessory to the murders committed. However, the most common belief to date is that she was not only a killer, but a savage as well. So like Bonnie and Clyde back then. Yeah, but more ominous. More ominous and brutal. Because Bonnie and Clyde were just kind of young, two dumb kids. kids. Yeah. So the Fishers were actually taken to the old jail uh, to await trial, and they were both sentenced to hang for their crimes. As the execution date neared, John began to search for the penance with the help of the minister, Reverend Richard Furman. However, Lavinia did not seem to care about atoning for her sins. So both of them actually were executed on the grounds. And rumor has it that she taunted the crowd that gathered to see her hanged by saying, if you have a message you want to send to hell, give it to me and I'll carry it. Wow. So, yeah. To this very day, many claim the ghost of Lavinia still haunts the old jail, with sightings coming about from locals and tourists alike. So that's pretty, I think it's a little bit more substantial that it's not just tourists that see her, but the locals also. Yeah. She never left. Mm Mm-hmm. That's awesome. The prison is believed to be haunted by the ghosts of inmates who died during their incarceration, lost souls lingering and lurking around every corner. Spirits of not only murderers and pirates, but of the wrongfully convicted prisoners of war and slaves. Some of the, some of the occurrences that go on at the old jail today include your run-of-the-mill hauntings, objects that seem to move on their own, disembodied voices and ghostly whispers emanating out of thin air, and the ever-prosaic slamming doors. Nice. Nice. poltergeist stuff. Mm-hmm. So, there are some other ghostly ongoings, too, so... There has been many strange happenings that have occurred over the years at the old Charleston jail. One of the first modern-day reported encounters took place when the prison was undergoing renovations in the year of 2000. Ooh. 20 years ago. That's so crazy to think about. Yeah. We're old. Yeah, we are. (laughs) You are. You are. Prison has been sealed off for months to avoid lead paint contamination. Though when the construction workers returned, they discovered in the dust there was human footprints. During the renovation process, workers would continue to deal with similar oddities. But nothing quite like one night when they saw the ghost of a former prison guard with rifle in hand patrolling the third floor of the jail. The guard seemingly began to charge towards the workers before vanishing. Perhaps the guard thought some of the inmates were attempting a jailbreak terrifying yeah some of the other more common ongoings within the old jail includes the sounds of no longer operational dumb waiter moving between the floors banishing items like jewelry Hmm. perhaps the ghost of lavinia has a taste for the finer things even in the afterlife potentially i mean i would too if i ooh piece of candy ooh shiny ring (laughs) piece of candy ooh cool stuff so one on here come more ghost stories guys they said yes. Okay. <laughs> a woman named Chris, Christiane took a tour of the Ojo back in 2012. She was joined by her husband. As she was nervous to go on her first ghost tour, the gentleman who guided her uh, 
Group. Group? Group A? Group. Oh. Is it Goody? Good A? Group A. Could be like weird French tour or something. I don't know. Must be. Group encouraged everyone to take as many pictures as they wanted to. Early into the tour, she began to take photos with her flash on. But, but oh, mm-hmm. I think there's just Typo. a bunch of typos. Yeah. But didn't see anything out of the ordinary. Well, aside from the creepy prison they found themselves touring. Hmm. As their group moved fo- onward, they eventually reached the second floor, where it's believed that John and Lavinia were housed, uh, housed at the weight of their executions. Christiane resumed taking pictures, experimenting. She took her first couple of shots with a flash off, but saw nothing except a dark image. Once the tour was over, she was disappointed as she has not seemingly not captured any ghostly images to share with her friends and family. However, when she got home, she began looking through all the pictures she had taken as she was uploading some of them to her Facebook account. When she had gotten to the photos she had taken a while on the second floor, you know, the one she took without the flash and came out black, well, upon closer examination, closer examination, she discovered that these photos were not as black as she had previously thought. In fact, she could see two images now, images that, teared, that appeared to be ghostly faces. Ooh. <laughs> Chris, Christiane elaborated. One seemed to be standing in front of the other. Both have different faces. The unexpla- unexplainable faces left her to wonder. Could this be John and Lavinia Fisher? Maybe. That'd be so cool to capture I ghost know. pictures. So. I think we did. Yeah. At you the th- pirate house in Georgia. Do you think so? I think so. Ooh. But everyone who wants to see that has to go to our Patreon and tell us whether they think so also. I agree. So you can visit the old jail. It's actually located at 21 Magazine Street and is owned by the American College of the Building Arts, who purchased the property back in 2000 from the city's housing authority. So if you want to walk to the jail, just know that many people have complained about being touched and grabbed by an unknown presence, and others have experienced unexplained scratches. So... That's just the warning that they put out there. (laughs) So if you guys are in South Carolina, go for us. Go for us and let us know. Take some pictures for us. Take some pictures. Share it with us. We'll share it on our Patreon. Or just Instagram is fine, too. Or Facebook or Or anything. Yeah. So, wow. That place seems really cool. Isn't that interesting? So it's a little shorter episode for you guys. Enjoy it. (laughs) A couple little quick stories. Hope you all enjoy South Carolina. Yeah. I enjoyed it. So, uh, how, wait, do we have a weird law? Yeah, we have a weird law. Should we tell them? We should probably tell them. Okay. It is an offense to get a tattoo. Okay, okay. I want to do what I normally (laughs) say. I don't think that's real. Despite the fact that tattoos are now legal in the state of South Carolina, this law is still on the books. Okay. So, it's legal, but it's still in the books. So, it's real. So, sue. So Sue. <laughs> so don't Sue. get tattoos in South Carolina. Well, you can. Obviously, they do. You can. There's probably tattoo shops on every corner. Just imagine. Or is that so, just Chino? You know what they should do? What? They should have a cop at every tattoo parlor. And as soon as they make a bad one, <laughs> arrest them. Arrest them. Oh, that looks ugly. What is that? A donkey? That's my mom. Oh, You're going to jail. That's terrible. <laughs> no, the tattoo was terrible. Oh. <laughs> uh, so anyway... Anyway, thank you, Kaylee, for the weird laws and stories and cool stuff. You're welcome. Thank you, Jeffrey. So uh, how can you find us? 
If you guys wanted to email us your personal paranormal experiences, you can do so by emailing us at gmail, United States of Horror at gmail.com. You can find us on our socials, United States of Horror. Um, Instagram is at United States of Horror. Facebook is facebook.com forward slash United States of Horror. We have all our socials linked below. We want to talk to you guys, so reach out to us. Yes. We want to hear from you. And we're on Anchor. Spotify. All that stuff. At Heart Radio. If you're listening to us, you know how to find us. Leave us a review, share, like. Subscribe. Do all that stuff. Tell your friends about us. Tell your family about us. Let your Please. mom listen to us. Because <laughs> even everyone, your mom and everyone will like if us. If my mom listens to it and likes it, then your mom will too. Maybe not. Your moms will love me. Your mom loves me, Kaylee. I don't know if we should keep that in. That's kind of weird. <laughs> Sorry, Shauna. Anyway. Just give me a weird look. Okay, guys. We'll let you go. I'll let you go. Enjoy your wonderful day, night, evening, everything else. Uh, and if you're binge listening, what up with it? Be And be careful, guys. <laughs> Things are getting crazy. Yes, and just be safe. Yeah, be safe. Just stay home and watch Harry Potter Marathon. Hopefully you're doing okay mentally. If not... Listen to our episodes, let us laugh, and then just relax for a bit. Get away laugh from the world. Laugh at us. Yeah, You'll laugh feel at me. a lot better about yourself if you listen to us, trust I me. laugh at myself all we the time. We can't pronounce anything. We stumble over our words. We sound like, uh... Yeah. We don't know what we're talking about because we usually don't really. Well, you sound like me. Shut up, Jeff. Oh. I haven't said that in a while. I know. That felt so but nice. No one ever says it anymore, so... Because oh, Brenton's not here. No, oh, any, you don't say anymore either. Because you like me. I know. I've liked you a lot lately. That's weird. I know. It's weird. Sorry. Okay, guys. All right. Fine. We're we'll done. We'll let you go. Bye. Bye.